Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl, and this is episode 79, Garden Plans for 2022. I am really excited to share with you what my plan is for the gardening season for 2022. We are just getting underway, and I'm so excited um, I love to be at the beginning of a new season and think about all the things that I want to improve on from the year before and all the ways I want to implement the things that I learned over the winter break. But before we get into that, let's talk about what's happening on the homestead. So this week I did a lot of planting, um, mostly cold weather crops, mostly in ground, um, direct sown things. Um, some of them were in some containers, but I planted a lot of lettuce and carrots and radishes. I planted kale and greens. I planted spinach and beets, and I planted carrots. So I'm really excited to see how those things go and what kind of harvest I can get from those. I normally am not on top of it enough to get stuff in for cold weather crops at the beginning of the season. I'm normally so busy getting ready to put seeds, um, get seeds started with winter sowing for the rest of the year that I tend to skip the cold weather things. So uh, we'll talk more about that when we get into um, my garden plans for this year. And we also fenced off part of the garden and dropped our little green extra chicken coop in there. Um, Michael still needs to build a door to go on it because we had taken off the older door. Um, but once he gets that done, we'll be ready to put some chickens in there and put my garden crew to work. There is a lot of overgrowth of grass and weeds in the garden this year because I did not have adequate wood chips last year. And so a lot of that stuff came up and grew and took over my garden and caused me a lot of issues with weeding and things last year. So definitely am correcting that this year. And I'm going to start by having my chickens in my garden as my garden crew and get them um, in there, turning that soil and digging up those roots and eating up my weeds getting them some bugs before the beginning of the garden season. So <coughs> let's get into my garden plans for 2022. There are two main things on my mind when I'm thinking about um, my garden plans for this year. Number one, this is my fourth season on this property. 
Um, we are coming up on our third um, anniversary of moving onto our little homestead. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I have a tickle in my throat. Um, we moved into our homestead three years ago this coming week. And I cannot believe that it's already been three years. But on the other hand, I can't remember ever doing anything else. It just feels so wonderful and it feels like home. Um, but this will be my fourth season. Um, the beginning of the fourth season there. Um, the first year I just had things in buckets and I moved it around the yard as I was trying to figure out the best light and where the best places to plant were. And then um, the second year we broke ground on our in-ground garden and we planted stuff there and a little bit on the side of the house and on the deck bed. And then last year we expanded the big garden. Um, we, we moved it outward some and added a trellis. And then we also extended the end of it further with um, the compost from the chicken coop. Um, and then we added a big plot at the back of the um, property that we grew tomatoes on. In addition to still using the side bed and the, um, the deck bed. So this year we're doing all those things again. And then um, I've just recently planted four more blueberry bushes. And I got another blackberry bush today. And so every year we're expanding so even this year we're expanding more so that is one of the things that is on my mind is expansion and where we can do that and how we can make it work the other thing that's on my mind is the thing that's on everybody's mind and that is inflation and food food shortages and food supply chain issues and the cost of everything going up and one of the ways that I can help my budget most is by growing my own food, particularly when I have seeds saved from the previous year's garden that I don't even have to pay for. And so those are the two things that I am most, most focused on. <coughs> so I plant most of my garden from seed. Um, there are a few things that I will plant from plant starts, and I'll talk about those when I get to them. But most of the stuff that I plant, I plant from seed. And when I plant from seed, I seed heavily. And this goes into one of the questions that um, one of my followers over on Instagram asked. My friend Kelly messaged me um, about today's episode and said, Can you talk about why you thin plants once they're grown up a little instead of just planting fewer plants? What's the advantage to that? So, when I plant things, I tend to plant heavily. Um, seed is very inexpensive for the most part, especially when you are saving seed yourself from the year before. Um, and so, I like to plant more than I need because, number one, you don't know what the germination rate is going to be. Um, you could plant 100 seeds and have 80 of them germinate you could plant 100 seeds and only have 25 of them germinate so I tend to plant on the heavier side to sow heavier seed count um, to have a greater volume of seeds that are germinating um, and then once they germinate you still have the chance of a failure rate and 
so I feel like that if you plant more than you need, you can always weed out the extras. Um, where if you just plant what you think you're going to grow, and then part of it dies, or part of it doesn't germinate, or part of it is a little weak, wimpy plant that's not flourishing well, then you're short produce, you're short plants, and you're not going to get the harvest that you were hoping to get out of that. Um, I love to have a full and lush garden versus plants that are very spread out. Um, and so the more I can plant in a space, the better. Um, I tend to ignore the spacing things on the backs of the seed packets. Um, and I just plant as many as will flourish in that space. And if there are small, smaller ones that are weak and wimpy, I'm going to go through and thin those out. Um, I start that when they're young. Um, and then even as they're growing up, if I see that underneath a lush amount, there's some little wimpy ones underneath there, I'll pull those out um, so that it gives the bigger plants a chance to thrive and get more from the soil. So Kelly, I hope that answers your question. Thank you so much for asking one. Um, I love my loyal listeners and I love my followers over on Instagram. So if you aren't following me on Instagram, that is a great way to keep up with all the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis and you get pictures. So I definitely encourage you to go and follow me um, at the Funky Farm Girl over on Instagram. So I have four things that I am focusing on for my garden in 2022. So I want to go over those four things with you. Instead of telling you just a rundown list of all the different things I'm planting and where I'm planting them and boring you to tears with all of that, I want to give you an idea of what my four focuses are. And I think that in doing that, I can help you get your brain turning on um, narrowing down what it is you want to grow. Because if you're like me, you want to grow all the things. And if you're also like me, you don't have space to grow all the things. And so... This focus on these four things has really helped me to narrow down um, what I want to spend my time and energy on this garden season. So, first focus, number one, um, I want to focus on fewer varieties and larger quantities. Okay, um, specifically on the things that we eat a lot of. And so that would be cucumbers, tomatoes, okra, and green beans. These are things that I have learned that I can produce a large amount of. Um, the green beans I have not ever tried before, so this will be a new year for me to try that, but it is something that we eat a lot of. And because I make the Funky Farm Girl green beans, um, which by the way, you can go to my Instagram account and check out the highlights. Look for the highlight called recipes and there's a recipe card there for the Funky Farm Girl green beans. You definitely need to try it. Um, you will never want green beans any other way again. They are magical y'all. I promise you, you will love them. Um, but when I make those Funky Farm Girl green beans and I'm buying beans from the store, I'm using six cans of green beans to make those. And so if I can grow my own green beans um, for the several times a year that I make this, 
Um, and then we just tend to like to eat green beans more than other types of vegetables. So it's definitely something that can impact my grocery budget by growing a massive quantity of them. Um, and I'm going to grow one variety and grow lots and lots of that one variety rather than try to make three or four different varieties and get a little handful of each and not really produce as much. Um, so I am doing the jade stringless bush beans this year. Um, I'm also going to grow okra. Uh, I love my okra forest and it mass produces lots and lots for me. Um, my cucumbers, I'm going to do the, the standard pickling cucumber. Um, just like I've always done and we need massive amounts of cucumbers one for fresh eating with salad and two for all the pickles that I make um, last year I canned probably a hundred jars of pickles and I plan to do the same thing this year um, it's not just for us I have friends that love my pickles I have family members that I gift pickles to um, and we eat a lot of pickles so that's definitely high on my list and then tomatoes um, I'm going to focus on um, Roma and San Marzano tomatoes. Um, I'm doing the Amish paste and the um, San Marzano um, Roma type tomatoes for sauce and things like that and salsa. And then I'm going to do um, a slicer tomato. Um, I'm not sure which one yet. Um, I will also do the purple Cherokee just because I love them so much and it's very expensive if not impossible to find them throughout the rest of the year. So um, that's what I'm going to do as far as focusing on larger quantities and fewer varieties when it comes to those. There's been years in the past where I grew three different types of cucumbers. I grew probably six or eight different kinds of tomatoes. Um, the one year I tried green beans, I did the tricolor and it didn't do very well and I didn't get very many. Um, so I want to focus on one specific variety of each type that I, that I need and just grow a mass amount of that one type. Um, and I think that's going to simplify my garden a little bit and give me more productivity. So, number one, focus on fewer varieties and larger quantities. <clears throat> number two, I want to focus on herbs to dry. Um, I loved this past year um, that all through the fall and winter, even if I didn't have produce that was preserved that we were using in our cooking, in almost every meal I was using some type of dried herb from my garden. And so that is something that is very, very important to me. And I have narrowed it down to my top seven that are, these are the things that I absolutely want to grow. Um, and then I have a little bonus thing in there. Um, I am going to grow basil and oregano again. Um, and I have already started parsley and cilantro because they are cooler weather crops. I didn't get very much of those two last year. And so I'm hoping to get more of that this year. Um, but again, Fewer varieties, larger quantities. I'm planting a ton of basil and a ton of oregano. Um, I'm planting a lot of parsley and a lot of cilantro. Um, on top of that, I will continue to grow my rosemary bush that's beside the chicken coop. I had some sage that I grew there last year, and I've been told that sage is a perennial. 
um, in my area. So I'm going to see if that comes back. Um, and I'm hopeful that it will. And then I have a little bit of thyme that survived through the winter outside in a little pot. And I definitely want to grow a lot more of that. Um, all of those will be things that I will use fresh throughout the summer, but then I will also put some away um, in the dehydrator and dehydrate it to be able to have dried herbs throughout the rest of the year. And the bonus that I mentioned is my garlic cloves. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I was late getting my garlic in. I just got it in this year, but this week, but the lady... Um, at the farm store told me that I had time to get them in the ground and they might not be as big but at least they would produce something and that was better than not using those cloves at all and them being a waste. So I got those in the ground too. I have some of them um, on the back deck bed and I also planted some up front beside my um, knockout roses because they're supposed to deter pests that can eat your roses. So um, those are the herbs that I'm going to focus on drying. So we have focusing on fewer varieties and larger quantities, focusing on herbs to dry. Next I'm going to focus on extending the season with cool weather crops and that's going to be in the spring and in the fall. <coughs> excuse me again um i have already for this spring planted kale and spinach and greens um i've planted carrots radishes beets and um i'm hoping to get turnips in the ground this next week um all of those are wonderful things to grow when it's cold um lettuce is another one um I tend to not be organized enough to get stuff started in the spring and then I tend to wear myself out before I get to fall and quit too early and um, especially with the kale that just went on and on and on and on all through the whole winter um, I definitely want to make sure that I have things in the ground that will extend well past my frost date this year uh, I want to extend that growing season as long as I can. And so that's going to be something I'm going to make a focused effort to do this year. So focusing on extending the season with cool weather crops. Last but not least, I'm going to focus on fun because I am the funky farm girl and I always have to grow something funky that other people have never grown before or don't know about. And so this year I have two fun funky things to experiment with number one i'm going to grow passion flowers um i found a little pack of seeds um when i went to my local garden store this past week and i love to grow flowers and things for tea um, i'll continue to do that most of what i have um, in my tea garden now is a is a perennial thing that comes back um, and I love that because I don't have to invest as much time and energy in that this year. Um, but I'm going to add passion flowers. And passion flowers are edible flowers on their own. Um, first of all, they're really funky looking, which follows right along with me being the funky farm girl. 
Um, they're beautiful, but they're really funky. Um, they are also edible, so I can dry them and use them in teas. Um, and that will be wonderful. But on top of that, they produce a passion fruit. Um, a little orange um, egg-shaped um, fruit that I can use for juice or jelly or any number of things. Um, I'm looking forward to trying that in my steam canner, making jelly from it, um, maybe even drying and mincing some to put in my tea. So we will see um, what happens with my passion flower. The other thing that I am planning on adding to my garden this year is hyssop. Um, I have learned a lot about hyssop on the, um, in my Bible reading that I've been doing lately. And, um, I love the visual of hyssop in the Bible being something that is meant to cleanse. Um, hyssop has medicinal properties. It is an antiseptic. It is antibacterial. Um, it's really good for stomach issues and things like that. Um, so I love, one, the biblical reference of having hyssop, and two, I love that there are herbal medicinal properties to it that I can use. And so I will be growing hyssop this year. Um, I'm really excited about that. Um, and then last but not least, I'm going to grow um, a flower called Augustosh, I believe is the name of it. Um, I have two different varieties. One of them is a Texas variety and one of them is a Navajo variety. So one has like pinkish purple flowers and one has orangey flowers. But both of them are um, minty citrus type um, taste and they are used to make tea. And so I'll be experimenting with those as well. So... I'm focusing on fewer varieties and larger quantities of my mainstay crops. I'm focusing on herbs to dry. I'm focusing on extending the season with cool weather crops in the spring and in the fall. And I'm focusing on fun because honestly, y'all, if gardening isn't fun, why would we keep doing it? Right? So I really hope that this has got your wheels turning on things that you can plan to do with your garden this year um, in 2022. I'd love to hear your 2022 garden plans. So you can contact me one of two ways. Number one, go follow me on Instagram at the Funky Farm Girl. Um, you can see my plans come to, come to fruition. Um, see what I'm doing as I'm doing it and get lots of pictures and inside track on all the things going on at the Funky Farmhouse. Um, and you can also email me at thefunkyfarmgirlpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Again, that's thefunkyfarmgirlpodcast at gmail.com. Email makes my day, y'all. Getting to hear from my listeners um, the kinds of things that you've enjoyed or the ways that different episodes have helped you or impacted you really, really, um, makes my day. So thank you to those of you who in the past have, have emailed or messaged me. I really, really appreciate it.
On that note, I want to thank you also for 20,000 downloads. Y'all, I hit 20,000 downloads today, and I am so, so very thankful to each and every one of you who tune in and listen and learn. I hope that this podcast adds value to your day. I hope it's a little ray of sunshine in the midst of whatever you're doing. And most of all, I hope it points you to Jesus because that's the thing that's most important. See y'all next week. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. If you're inspired by what you've heard today, the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.